Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a great message from one of our guest speakers. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. You know, I, I really, I just want to honour your pastors. I love your pastors. They are amazing people. And I love that they're, they're just strong in the Word, strong in prayer and strong in the Spirit. And you get up this morning and you say, you know what, I was, I was, just, I was just spending time in God and I felt like God said, show me this scripture, you know, you know th- this, is, this is an awesome place. This is the house of God. As I walked onto this property this morning, God said, this is the gate of heaven. The, the instant there, and then you, you posted on Facebook yesterday, Isaiah 40. I've been reading through Isaiah 40, and it's just like, they're, they're just, you're a man of the Spirit, you're strong in God, you're leading this great church, I just want to honour you, you're amazing, absolutely brilliant. And it's just nice coming back, seeing, you know, the Boyds, they're growing. Boydie may be out of sympathy, I don't know, but Candace is growing because she's got a reason to. Andrew, Jilly, I just love it. It's absolutely fantastic. And then I turn up this morning and the Mayor of North Sydney was here. Tim McGrath. I can't believe it. He used to look after the boss well before I looked after the boss. And I think he handed the mantle on to me and it's nice to see you, Tim. And Brett, it's good to see you, my friend. It's been a little while. It's great to see you. You're a good man. You know what? I feel, I, I, I feel like this message is going to really help people today. And the title of it, if you're taking notes is let it go. It's, you know, I love that God, he always wants to take things from our lives that we shouldn't be carrying and he doesn't want us to have. And he's willing to. You know, I love the scripture in Matthew 11, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God's aim is to bring you to a place where you can live at ease. Not trouble-free, but anxiety-free. Because no life is... We're always going to be walking through something. There's always going to be a challenge we face, but we can do it with an assurance that God is for us and not against us. That He's caused us to be the head and not the tail. That all things are going to work together for our good. Amen to those who believe. So that's where I want to take us this morning. But before I do... 10-1, that is awesome. 10-1, come on, I love it. I think, Maddie, the last time we saw each other, you'd busted your foot playing beach soccer at summer camp. So, but you're all good now and you're scoring goals, so that's fantastic. My son plays soccer, he's in the under-10s, and he's never, ever scored a goal with his left foot. So as he was walking onto the field yesterday, I said, I'll give you 10 bucks if you score with both feet. And he goes, okay. And, and he's the striker, so he always scores with his right foot. And uh, somebody put the ball through, it bounced off the keeper, hits Noah's left shin and went straight in the goal. (laughs) And he turned around and goes, there's the left. (laughs) Two minutes later, he put one in with his right. He goes, you owe me $10. So I won't be doing that again. Anyway. Hey, uh, all of us are carrying stuff in life. Every single one of us. Different weights, different pressures. God doesn't want you to. You know, uh, uh, Jeremiah 29 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. But for God's plans to become our realities, we need to let go of certain things. Okay? We need to let go of our ways of doing life and seeing life and feeling life, and we need to accept those plans and purposes into our worlds. We're carrying around stuff that life's thrown at us. People have said about us. Fears that we hold on to. The, the enemies come at us and stuff's come at us and we've, we've taken a hold of it. And after a while, it's taken a hold of us. But God wants us to be light and lean and on the move. And so often we can't move forward in life at the rate that God wants us to. Because he's leading us somewhere. Because he's got plans and purposes for our lives. But we can't move forward because we've got all this stuff holding us back. And you might be like that truck that's, you know, up in the air and you go, I've got no traction, I've got no movement, I can't move forward. If we can let a few things go, let a few things drop and slide, that really at the end of the day are inconsequential or don't matter anyway, and we can look to Jesus, we'll start to move forward into the life that he has for us. Amen? And you know, I, I'm, I've been thinking about it, and I'm, it's like when we can let go of past hurts, offenses, failures, guilt and shame... We actually come to a doorway of the life and future that God has for us and that he wants for us. And for me, that's an exciting thing because I can make a choice to go, that's, that's where I want to go. You know, I, I forgive every person that's ever done anything against me. I let it go. Nobody, nobody owes me anything. No, God, you know what? I've messed up. I've made mistakes, but I know that you're for me, that you're not against me. I know that you've forgiven me, so you know what? I'm going to let that slide. Whatever it may be, let's do it. And, you know, have you ever had to pay excess luggage at the airport? $25 a kilo, what is that? And, you know, really, it, it, it's really a sucky process when they, you turn up and they go, oh, that's $750. And you're like, are you kidding me? That's more than the ticket I bought. But anyway, and I've traveled all across the globe with Pastor Phil. And so this, this is a process we know well. You've got some art, you've got some books, you've got this, you've got that. I remember once turning up in Amsterdam... He said, you know what, I'm not waiting for these bags. I'm going to get a lift. You wait for the bags and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, give you another, I'll send another driver. So I'm like, all right, cool. I can't speak the language. I'm there, two massive bags plus my bags. And they go, you can go over there. And I said, what is this? And obviously it's not my product. It's his product and it's his photo on the book. What is this? And it's something like $1,700 later, about two and a half hours of negotiating. I walk through the thing. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's just a bad process. It's just a bad feeling to have to pay for something that you were let on for free there. And now you... That, that pain, that price is nothing like the pain you'll feel and the price you'll pay when you carry emotional and spiritual baggage around. There are checkpoints in life where you have to pay up. Where you get to a point where God is wanting us to grow or, and you've got to pay the price. And you know, it'll always be a worse process and a worse feeling to have to do that emotionally or spiritually when you, than, than physically. Um, you know, the, the word says that it's for freedom that Christ has set you free. It's for freedom. No other reason. There's no ulterior. It's for freedom that Christ has set you free. Past tense. John 10.10 10 says... The devil comes to steal, kill, and but I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. God wants you to live the abundant life. Relationally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, with his provision in your... God wants you to live free because that's the way he designed you. That's part of his plan and his purpose for your life. Amen? And I love this scripture here in... Um, Hebrews 12, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside or let us cast off every weight 
and the sin which so tightly clings to us and let us run with endurance the race set before us looking unto Jesus the founder and perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising its shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God I was looking at this who for the joy set before him what is the joy set before anybody that's going to the cross what, what is that? Scourged, whipped, assaulted, insulted, nailed to a cross. His joy was your freedom. He looked beyond the cross and he could see you. He could see you living whole and free and abundant in life, in joy, in peace, in, heal, in freedom. And he goes, you know what? My joy is set before me. That's, that's our God and that's what he wants for each and every one of us. Amen. I felt, I felt like this a little while back that God was speaking to me and I felt like he said the weights that we carry often contribute to the sins we commit. The things that we should lay down and give to him that we've, we've held on to, they contribute to, see, because we do life outside of um, how we usually would because now I'm pressured and I'm stressed and I'm freaking out and I've, I've got all these, so if I can cut a corner, if I can cheat this person, or nobody will ever know because I'm carrying weights, I do life contrary to how I know to do life but that's not what God wants for us and it says here in Philippians 4 it's at 4 and 6 be anxious about nothing let go of everything let it go a friend of mine says if you can't change it don't carry it if you can't change a thing don't carry it give it to God if you need a miracle in your circumstance to change the circumstance you're in give it to God don't carry it if it's financial give it to God says he gives you the ability to create wealth it's his ability you know it says in psalm 84 blessed are those whose strength is in you who have set their heart on pilgrimage when our strength is in him and we're journeying he leads us he guides us he provides for us there's nothing we lack everything is brought into our world you may still have the challenge but he will come through for you because he's faithful let go but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. When we let go of worry, we receive his peace. When we let go of the weights and the pressure and the things that we face day to day, he goes, now just let me wrap my arms around you. Now let me carry you and show you what I've got for you. But we're human. We're all human. We're here. We're, we're human. We play soccer. We wear war paint. And we worry about a lot of stuff, right? So I, I wrote a little list of things that we worry about. Money, titles, partners, jobs, possessions, wrongs that are committed against us, our failures in life, business, relational, personal, all these kind of things, past relationships, our health, our future, uh, our reputations. We all do. But this excess baggage, this luggage, this weights that we're carrying around, it's messing us up and it's messing society up. We live in a messed up world and something needs to change. I'm here to tell you this morning, the answer is Jesus. The answer for anything you face, the answer for any problem, it's Jesus. And that's as, that's as, as hard as it gets. You know, the greatest thing I ever did was ask Christ into my life. Because I was messed up and I would mess other people up. And, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know how I'd be a husband today or a father or provide for my, I'd, but God is gracious and God is merciful and he's loving and he is the answer. So in Matthew 6, this is the main scripture for today, is this. 25 to 34, therefore I say to you, and this is Jesus speaking, so it's good to listen. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, 
nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what will we eat, what will we drink, or what will we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, but your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. Verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Third time, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I love this, because preceding this, Jesus taught what we know to be called the Sermon on the Mount. He's talking about idols, he's talking about money, he's talking about prayer, he's talking about religious activity, he's talking about life in general. And he goes, don't worry. And it wasn't this, this general, hey, don't worry about it, it's cool, let it slide. It's forcefully don't worry seek me look unto me i'm the one that gave you the seed of faith in the first place look to me and don't worry it's basically like god saying i've got your back i've got you covered i will get you through whatever you're facing but look to me don't look to your circumstance don't look anywhere else for the answer come to me matthew 11 20, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden come to me i've got the answer for you Come to me so I can support you. Come to me so I can love you. Come to me and watch what I will do in your circumstance. You know, and, and carrying around the worry, the fear, the hatred, the guilt, it never adds anything to our life. It always detracts from our life. So I was thinking about a few things that it robs from us. It robs us of peace. When we're worried about, it, we're, we're, we're never at peace. We're anxious and nervous. I remember in 2004, in a six-week period, um, my brother-in-law, who had only been married to my sister for five months, died. She fell pregnant the night before. Two weeks later, my auntie died of cancer, and two weeks later, my grandma died of cancer. And we were running phenomena conferences, Sydney, Melbourne, and Perth. We were, you know, 2,000 kids. It was a full-on time. And I was so fearful because I was holding this. My dad would usually be the glue that holds the family together, but it was his son-in-law, his mum, and his sister that had died. So he'd gone to a mess. So I basically, I'm the eldest son, I was spinning plates and holding everybody together. And I was so fearful of the phone ringing. I wouldn't sleep at night. I was getting like two hours sleep a night. My whole nervous system had been affected. My hair was falling out. Um, at that time, I had another sister that was suicidal, and I'd wake up at night because I'd flown her down from Queensland to get her out of a bad situation. She was sleeping at our house, and I'd wake up, and I'd, I'd kind of open my eyes because I could sense a presence above me, and she'd be standing over me saying, I'm ODing, take me to the hospital. It was just, and I was carrying this stuff. There was no peace in my world. I was freaking out, and I got to a point literally where I thought, I'm going to crumble and fall, or I'm going to hand this to God because there was just too much going on and I couldn't I said God I got nothing I got absolutely nothing and the second I did that I felt like this peace entered me I slept like a baby and I said God I give you this situation I give you this situation I give you this person I give you that. I've got nothing 
And so I just, I just prayed. And I felt, I, from that day forward, I felt nothing. Not one thing. All my hair started growing back. I was, I was, I was, you know, I was playing soccer and scoring. No, no, just kidding. But worry robs you of peace. It, and, it, you know, the second thing, it, it distorts perspective. Everything's bigger and badder and you can't get through it. And this is going to crush me and this is going to take me out. And, and we can't see clearly and we can't hear the voice of God or even see him anywhere. See, the, the, one of the main things the devil will do is try and stop you seeing God. But when you, we just got to position ourselves in a place of faith where we can see him clearly and we can hear his voice and life works. You know, there's, um, there's a, a statement that says, what worries you masters you. Worry clouds the mind, blinding us to God opportunities. And when we're blind to God opportunities, we forget that he has plans and purposes for our lives. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Other thing it does is it steals us of passion. We should be the most excited, the most passionate, the most on-fire people on the planet. But unfortunately, when we walk around carrying pressures and worries and anxieties, we, we get demotivated. We get flat. We just... We, you know, there's a saying that, you know, most men die when they're 30 and we bury them when they're 80. Because they just stop living and they start existing. We weren't put on this planet to exist. We were put on this planet to live life and life more abundantly. We were put on this planet to enjoy every day, every breath that we've been given. And, and that needs to be contagious in us so we go and give it to the world. Because the world needs what we've got and the answer is Jesus. Amen. Don't let junk stop you living the way God intended you to live. Let's let go of some stuff this morning. Let's let go of some things that hold us back. You know, it messes up our priorities and, and we, all, we do the immediate instead of the important. Whatever's in front of me right now and I'm trying to make life work and I'm trying to... God doesn't want you just to make life work. He wants you to excel in life. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. He wants you to live in health, not in disease. He wants you free from anything that would hold you bound. What does it say that... Uh, God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of love, power, and a sound mind. He's given you love, power, and a, you can go and love those around you. You, you. You're powerful in this world. You think clearly. You have the mind of Christ. You know, I love this stuff. Anyway, it lies to us about our position, who we are. When we're worried, we forget we're the king's kids. We're heirs to the throne. God says, There's a, I've got a seat set aside for you. Your name is written in heaven. I'm preparing a place for you. Your, your eternity is assured. That's all, that's all stitch up. It's done. You are the king's kids. But the devil wants to lie to you and tell you you're defeated. You won't get through this. You, don't, you know, 1 Corinthians 15 says, but thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus. We already have the victory. We already walk in victory. We already walk in our miracle. Our circumstances are just lining up with that reality. Amen. So what's the answer? Jesus. Relationship with Jesus. He's, he's more interested in relationship with you than answering your prayer. But in relationship, your prayers are answered. You know, I don't know. When, I, when I'm worried about it, just don't worry about all this stuff. Seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. When you've got Jesus, you've got everything. You know, you've probably heard the story. If my kids ask me for 10 bucks, I can give them 10 bucks but it's going to run out. But when they're with me, it never runs out because, you know, even Zach, my two-year-old, says money. I say, there is no money. He goes, card? He knows I've got a card. He knows, you know, and the card works. You give them that card and money doesn't matter, but you've got a card. 
When you've got God, you've got everything you need. You don't need, the, you don't need the healing. You don't need the... You've got Him. And in Him, you have your answer. Matthew 6 says, verse 33, Do not worry, but seek God. Seek first His kingdom, and this will be added unto you. God wants relationship with you. Real, intimate, personal, loving relationship. Beyond anything else. He'll answer your prayers. He'll let provision flow into your world. He'll heal, heal sicknesses. And I, I travel the world and see people healed everywhere. Two weeks ago, I was in Mackay, radical um, healings. Two weeks before that, I was in Adelaide, radical healings. Two weeks before that, I was in Brisbane, radical. People getting touched by God. And the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I've prayed for people with cancer, and they've been healed. I've prayed for people that were blind, and their eyesight returned. Deaf, and they could hear. I prayed for a girl here, that whose ear, ear, she'd been kicked the day before, had all that pain down her neck, couldn't hear out of her ear, it opened on the spot. Prayed for that young guy that had his busted knee, the hyperextended knee, healed on the spot. God, God is the same yesterday, today, but he's more interested in you than your circumstance. He's more, God doesn't respond to, to need, he responds to faith. And in a place of faith, you find that your needs are met. Amen? So, so what does relationship with Jesus do? It lightens your load. It brings freedom and release. But the first thing is, is it brings peace. John 14, 27 says, The peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your, not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. One, uh, John 14, 27. It gives perspective. Like I was saying before, Jeremiah 29, 11. God has plans for each and every one of us. Plans that are good and not evil. So if I'm walking through a time that seems it's not God, so I can just get back onto focusing on the kingdom, knowing that this will sort itself out. Amen? Colossians 3 verse 1 says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Eternal and temporal. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. I love that. Next thing is, is it highlights priorities. Proverbs 11.3 says, The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the unjust are destroyed by their duplicity. When we walk with God, when we focus on Him, when we let go of everything else, we know what we should do in life. We know where we should go. You know, the Bible says that, that man has a lot of thoughts and makes a whole lot of plans, but God orders his steps. You know, Proverbs 3 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. When you walk with God, you're, you just know how to do life. You know what to do and what not to do. And life works. You know, King David recognized the power of relationship to bring peace to his life. And he said this in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever i love the lord is my shepherd i shall not want i tell you what i'd love to just get to a place where god you're everything i need i have no need of want for anything else i think it was mother Teresa that said you'll never know that god is all you need until god is all you have but in that place that's all you need 
So no matter where you are today, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what you're carrying, the pressures that you're facing, the challenges, the people that are away from the Lord, your kids or whatever it is, the financial stress, the, just give it to God. Let's just let it go and let his peace come and overcome and overtake where we find ourselves. Amen? Romans says, and I, I mentioned it before, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purposes. No life's perfect, pain-free or without its challenges, but it can be anxiety-free. It can be filled with the peace of God. Why don't we just close our eyes this morning? I'd love to pray for some things, but I'm going to hand back very shortly to Pastor Andrew. God is here this morning in a powerful, powerful way. I can, I can sense his presence, and I know he wants to do an amazing work in people's lives. I felt like God spoke to me earlier about things that he wanted to heal in people's bodies and in their lives. But before that, I just want to offer you the opportunity while every head's bowed, every eye's closed, to say, you know what? I, I want relationship with Jesus. You might be visiting here today and you're saying, okay, so you've told me the answer is Jesus, but how do I do that? How do I get Jesus in my world? It's as simple as a prayer that says, Jesus, come into my life. Or you may be here and you're like, you know what? I'm not walking as close to Jesus as I used to and as I know I want to. So I, I just want to offer the opportunity here today, before I pray for a few things and hand back, if you're here and you're saying, you know what? I want to ask Christ into my life or I want to come back in a close relationship with Jesus, just lift your hand. It would be an honor to pray with you. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. Let's